Welcome back to another Hot to Trot episode of the Striped Sweater Podcast, where the best time to listen is all the time. I'm one half of your hosts, Tiny Tim, Zach Main. I'm here with... What does that even mean? Uh, My name is Little Peanut Worm, Alexander Beardsley. And for the first time ever... We have a guest named Jeff. <laughs> right. Hi, I'm Jeff, the incorporeal Garner. <laughs> so welcome to the show, Jeff. It's great to have you on. Thanks. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> We're here to talk about Muscle Bob Buff Pants and Squidward, the unfriendly ghost. But before we get there... There's probably some things we should talk about. A little preamble. You know, just who the heck are you, Jeff? Just some guy that knows one of the hosts and is a casual fan of SpongeBob. Which one of the hosts is your favorite? I'm going to go with Alex. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. We just met today. Yeah, me too. Seems like a cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. Well, thanks, pal. Um, and... Uh, yeah, you also listen to the show. Yeah, right. I'm mostly current. I haven't listened to the most recent one, but... You're the biggest critic that we've ever had. No one else really critiques us. They just say that we're the best in the world, and then we should keep being the best in the world. But you, on the other hand, think that we should kick rocks at times. Sure. <laughs> I'd say best this side of the Mississippi for the continental United States. I don't know about the Alaskan and Hawaii and... Spongebob podcast. I'll take it. <laughs> so, uh, before we get into the episodes, I thought we should uh, talk about WrestleMania, because some people will probably want to hear something about it. At the time of recording this, WrestleMania was yesterday. Um, as we've said on the show uh, all the time in the past, Zach and I not only are fans of professional wrestling, but are also independent professional wrestlers ourselves. And uh, so used to be a tag team. wrestling is a thing for us. Yeah. Um, so um, WrestleMania, it's I mean, it's like a Christmas for a wrestling fan. It's like a seven hour event. On I really a I really only wanted to bring it up for one reason, because the people that I were with. Wait. Wow. The people that I was with yesterday watching it, uh, one of them said that. Miz's dad looked like a real-life version of SpongeBob's dad, <laughs> and he kind of does. Yeah, I think that's almost fair to say. He's like this really old dude with like a mullet, and he was trying to save Shane McMahon from beating up his son, The Miz. I thought you said Mrs. Dad, and I thought it was a Mr. Mom sequel. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's the prequel. Oh, the reboot. <laughs> yeah. Starring Diane Keaton. <laughs> but we we're both kind of in the same boat that we thought WrestleMania was pretty good. I mean, there's been yeah. mixed reactions to every WrestleMania they put on, but as an entertainment piece, I think it was good. It gave some things to the new fans, the old fans, the good guys, the bad guys, a little bit of everything. Yeah, it it felt to me like they really were like, I don't know, it felt predictable, I guess, at at at, at best um in a good way though um because all the people that you wanted to win won um 
and for the most part. And his history was made a few times by the winners, which is cool, you know. Yeah, you know, first Irish-born superstar to win the title in the main event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, the first woman's main. That event. was very cool to for Becky to go go up. You know, um, that was pretty exciting. And Kofi, the first uh, and Kofi, African, right? Not only the first African champion, but the first black superstar to win the champ the WWE title in the main or just in WrestleMania. Yeah. It was cool. I don't really have a whole lot to say about it. Matches were great. The guys and gals in the ring really uh, yeah. did their job. Yeah, they did good. Um, when I watched the Royal Rumble, I couldn't believe how sloppy the wrestling was. This was a lot better. So that's good. They should do good on WrestleMania. What did you think, Jeff? Oh, I saw that Coffee Kingston or Kofi, however you want to pronounce it. Coffee. Biggest wrestling. I'm not deep into it, but. I heard good things. It wasn't <laughs> from a us? Roman Reigns retiring the Undertaker. Right. I didn't get that level of drunk because of it. <laughs> Roman Reigns wasn't even on the card, was yeah, he? Yeah, he beat Drew McIntyre. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I must have not been paying attention for that one. Mm-hmm. But not something that really interested me, I guess. Um that's and how wrestling goes. You don't have to like it all, but there is something for everybody. That's the beauty of it. Now, who are your guys' favorite current contemporary wrestling superstar favorites? In the WWE? One for each of you. Yeah. Hmm. We're not talking WCW. I don't even know if that still exists. Well, there's, you know, there, we know we have a lot of friends and people. We, you know, we know a long line of people that wrestle. So, you know, Alex might like some guy who wrestles in the trailer park for no i'm talking w w e yeah i like formerly f i like fucking cool uh hipster japanese wrestling Zach. right i don't know what you're talking about well, i'm just saying we're not um, talking about kaiju wrestling right top ramen <laughs> top ramen <laughs> um i would have to say uh no homo daniel bryan <clears throat> straight up yeah it's hard to disagree I've always been a big Daniel Bryan fan, and I feel like he's untouchable right now. Even though he lost, I think going into it, he was untouchable, and they did what they did because it was a big crowd movement, and you know they just wanted some feel-good moments. But I think Daniel Bryan can't be touched. It was some definite. Uh, the fans really willed. Uh, like the winners on and it feels like it hasn't gone that way in a long time but the really it was it last night was probably the most reminiscent feeling i've felt personally at wrestlemania to wrestlemania 30 which was like a huge high like turning point for me and my uh interest in wrestling it was like when I started to get back into it was like WrestleMania 30 and it was on my birthday. I think my 22nd birthday, maybe. So Daniel Bryan, and that was Daniel Bryan, of course, winning, um, yeah, the I titles. Don't, I don't think a main event will ever top that. It was like, yeah, it was a really special thing. Um, and I love, I love Daniel Bryan. I think he's awesome. And we have, uh, the same gimmick now, which I basically stole from his old gimmick. And then he brought it back, which is my current gimmick now. And the last time I wrestled, people actually chanted Daniel Bryan at me. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. 
Because you've been doing it longer than he's been back doing it. Well, I was even, I was like, I was like, I, I don't know, like, why you're chanting his name, you know, like, <laughs> like, I he stole my shit, you know, like, yeah. and that is kind of the gimmick, because I do his old submission, and I claim to be the innovator of it, which is like, you know, a joke that some people don't even get, and they think I'm like stupid. Yeah. And it's like. No, I'm, it's, it's, yeah, all, you're pulling one over I, on the marks. Yeah. Right. And it's like, no, I'm, I'm smart guys. Yeah. <laughs> I get it though. I come off as a dumb idiot sometimes. For sure. I'll agree. I think that's enough jibber jabber about the old wrestling. Enough jabber jaw. So, Why uh, I so you said, what he says, <laughs> jabber jaw. You guys remember jabber jaw? That sounded like a three stooges. The shark. Yeah. Jabberjaw, right? Isn't that how he talks? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jabberjaw. He was a shark. He played in a band. It was Why like you a, acting surprised. To... Yeah, it was like a. It was it, like it was oh, an it was old the... cartoon. It's from yeah. that run of cartoons with like Josie and the Pussycats and uh, that fucking car that talked. It was like and it would like talk. <laughs> old Hanna Barbera. Yeah, Hanna Barbera okay. shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, Okay, anyway. Did you guys ever hear, I just want to say, the Fuck. Jabberjaw song by the Groovies? Hurry up. <laughs> That's it. This, it's this just is really my good. favorite SpongeBob podcast. It's a great, uh, <laughs> we should watch it after. It just like kicks you with nostalgia if you look that up. It's like got the characters like running around a lunchbox. Does it slap? To, like, it does slap. Nice. Okay. Bet. <laughs> Yeah, for sure, guys. So what do you say? Let's uh, start talking about some SpongeBob episodes. Are you guys ready? Aye, aye, Alex. I hit the aye, aye. He said aye, aye. He he shot. We're so synced up. He gave a shout out to. You didn't even hear me. He gave a shout out to Super Monkey Balls. You know what? Foods are shaped like dicks. Bananas, hot dogs, ice cream. Not them. Popsicles. And we're back with Muscle Bob Buff Pants, one of the most remembered episodes in SpongeBob history. For you? For lots of people, I think. I mean, that's it's the a, general consensus. It's, 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 a, it's a very memorable one for me. But Everybody remembers big arms. Yeah, Muscle Bob Buff Pants uh, first premiered on September 25th, 1999. It's 11 minutes long on the nose. Storyboard artist was Eric Weiss, and storyboard director was Ennio Torreson Jr. It was written by those two gentlemen, along with Mr. Lawrence, animation director Edgar Larazalbal, and creative director. Drymon. <laughs> Drymon. Drahimon. Drahimon. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that's the dude. That's his name, Derek Drymon Double D, the dopest dude in Dakini Dotum. This episode starts off with SpongeBob uh, at his house, and we can see there's a mirror in front of him, and he's flexing. Yeah, he's flexing in the mirror. He's like grunting. He wishes to grow himself large and wide. That is his goal, as we find out. But there's a medicine ball hanging from... A rope on the ceiling. He's stretching. Um, right? He just took some pre-workout. He's ready to get going. 
Yeah, he's, he's got he's, some. He's got a pump going. He snorted a, a few lines of pre, you know. Yeah, Jeff will be able to tell us all the the yeah. insider powerlifting talk. He's using Jack, old Jack. That stuff will make your heart hurt for days after you work out. Different than Jack shit, right? Yeah, or Jack V two, or me off. It was banned in Canada. <laughs> or uh, Jack's brother beat. V2. Thought that was his uncle, and he was stuck on a roof. <laughs> well, someone's got to help him off. And what but about it's not going to be me. His little cousins suck. So it's Sponge not a real Bob, name. Right? <laughs> it's not his real name. Suck me off. <laughs> so there's like a bar. Um, is it made of bamboo, or was it made of steel? This no, one? it's like metal, but it was steel. At least it looks like it. Yeah, yeah it's and got there's, a pink bunny on it and a blue bear pink bunny has a bow tie on no yeah. knurling no chalk yeah he's ready to go he's just gonna raw dog this one and he bends over to pick up the bar he does not bend over oh he doesn't he pulls how does that he reach with it? his arms straight oh. down to straight up he rows the bar and then puts it over his head that, that's probably why he shakes so much in the middle of it yeah, my legs hurt watching that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so he has terrible form, uh, which is kind of to be expected, but he does get it up, right? <laughs> yeah, he uh, does. And just and in time, too. Rep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because he gets it up and then falls over. Obviously, it was one-sided. Yeah, the, yeah. One, one the, s- Is it a bear? I thought it was more of a dog. No, on the other it, side? It's... I looked. They have like a dog mouth. Maybe. Bears and dogs are so similar. Yeah, they're the same thing. In real life. Literally the same exact thing. Well, if we were judging that rep, I'd say it was completed. Once it's up and fully stretched. I don't care if he falls sideways. Yeah. His arms fall off. That was a completed. That's a one rep max for a man SpongeBob. Yeah. He did it. That's all we've known him to really do in the past anyway. Yeah, he's a one pump man. Yeah. Type deal. Um, Yeah, one rep man. So he uh, he falls over, and then Sandy is at the door, just in time to watch him, uh, you know, see what his working out's been paying yeah. off. And she's like, howdy, SpongeBob. He goes, not too close, Sandy. I tend to get smelly when I'm pumping iron. And she's like, well, you're smelly. <laughs> well, and he goes, check it out. And then yeah, and gonna... he shows his arm. He's like flexing, but it's... it looks just like... It literally just looks like a yellow bone. You can literally see the bones, and it, like his skin is hugging his his arm so tightly that you can see the the profile of the bones inside. in the form of one of those hand drawn paintings that we're such fans of. Indeed, for a hand drawn sponge, drawn and painted by hand. So now you know he's got his his workout room in the back room that says "I heart pain," but this one just has a heart on it and says "smile." That's his motivation. Yeah, and um, along he's with got, the toy chest. Yeah, like a, a bucket <laughs> full of other toys, and we see like a red giraffe and like a green elephant and, and stuff. And a moose. Yeah, and a, a yellow moose. Yeah. And then there's uh, he has his own workout bench, which yeah. is that one is made of bamboo. Yeah. The uh, and it looks very soft, like cushiony. Yeah, it looks like he took just cushions and put bamboo on it and used it to hold up. A bar. Now, one thing I noticed is that, so this show takes place underwater, guys. I'm sure mm-hmm. we're all aware, in case you weren't. Mm-hmm. It hasn't moose been aren't down there. 
giraffe aren't down there. Bunnies, dogs. Where is anyone getting these animals? That's why I was going to say that the giraffe was green or red or whatever it was because... It was red. <laughs> because, uh, you know, they don't know what a real one looks like, maybe. That's what I was thinking. Because, um, let's just, see, we have had mentions to other animals They're just fairy now, tales. But somehow they're aware. I don't. I don't know. They don't really have helicopters. On it the is. Scene, yeah, know? it is a good question. Like, how the frick would they know about that stuff? Probably but. just they just discover the ones that drown in the Jesus. in the sea that they live in. Yeah, they they just see a, a dead carcass. Yeah. Uh, oh look, this giraffe's down. all red. Oh, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> but still spotted. <laughs> yeah, it couldn't hide. He was still spotted. Howdy, SpongeBob. How's it going? Not too close, Sandy. I tend to get smelly when I'm pumping iron. Check it out. Well, you're smelly. All thanks to my state-of-the-art weight set. Uh, I don't want to disappoint you, SpongeBob, but you won't see any progress lifting those. Oh, really? That is, if you want arms like these. Huh? Or these. Or these. And yeah. she, like... <laughs> She flexes, and it's like a real arm, a real human arm imposed onto the frame. It, it looks like the big buff arm from the meme that's like the two buff arms. Schwarzenegger. Like, I was going to uh, say that, right. Yeah. It's the predator, the Dylan, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then it's they like flex, and they the, in-air arm the wrestle. The biggest fucking arms you ever yeah. saw in your life. A, bla but, a black man and a white man coming together over a common... Thing. And to fight the the Viet Cong in the jungle and then get killed by an alien. Yeah, it's <laughs> hunting humans for sport. Just to clarify, um, but Sandy has one of these arms too, but not only one of them. She's got two of them because she's like arms like these or these. Yeah, and then she does another or these, even though she's not showing off new arms. A big back flex. Yeah, and you can see it rippling. Like her muscles rippling through the the suit that she's wearing. Yeah. Well, for body comps, the you, a full on back pose is like one of the main ones. Yeah, you don't see any white spots, which indicates fat and v vascular, crazy vascular. You, I'm surprised oh, yeah. you can see it through the fur of a squirrel and her suit. Her yeah. veins pop so hard. Those are some, yeah. <laughs> Those are some uh, fucking healthy ass veins. Yeah, very clear. But when she's not flexing, her arms are just normal again. So she's she's buff, but she's a definitely a a grower. <laughs> she's not always showing. <laughs> Indeedy dandy. Um, he's like, well, maybe I could use some help. And SpongeBob like waves his arm like it's doing the wave on its own. Yeah, and uh, she's like, well, if you want arms like mine, you gotta follow my training program. And he's like, yeah, that'd be great, Sandy. Uh, and he has a flashback? Yeah, or, a, a, or daydream, a dream, yeah, so to speak, of him, and he's like super tall. He's, he's like completely humanoid like uh, proportions, like long legs, you yeah. know, like uh, huge, huge ripped torso and uh, chest and like biceps, you know, totally Sculpted. ripped. The only and he's just running around in a freaking speedo. The only part of him that's the same is right over the pecs. It's just his square body that's just now only his face. Right, right. It's just like his head. what we were talking about 
off air how he has a body and he has a head. It's yeah. not all face. His body and face, he does later say, are the same thing. He says, you're sitting on my body, which is also my face. <laughs> not a, not right. a lot of uh, continuity in the SpongeBob body yeah. department. Multiverse. Yeah, the, the SpongeBob body lexicon. So he's like dreaming. Yeah, he's like flipping patties, right? He's like laying in the bed, like... Same size bed, just over it, telling Gary goodnight. He's frolicking and jellyfishing. He's doing all this stuff. Yeah. But as a big buff man. Yeah. And he's he snaps out of it, and he's like, oh, I can see me now, right yeah. before. And then he's like, that would change everything. That's what he says. <laughs> yep. And she's like, be at my place at 5 a.m.? Whoa. That's early. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, you'll need a water helmet, which is like... He's, Don't forget... Didn't she say, like, don't forget to bring one? She just says, oh, you'll need one. Um, yeah, so she like, carried it with her to his house because the only place you ever need one is in her freaking tree dome. But she brought it all the way to his house, Yeah, it's throws just, it on his head, and it doesn't even fit. It's strange. Like, it's a strange thing. Um, anyway. Uh, trying to kill my man. <laughs> right, right. So it cuts to uh, SpongeBob at the tree dome the following morning, presumably, and he is trying to do push-ups. Um, Sandy is coaching him on, so to speak, and yeah, he's having a hard time uh, with this push-up. And it's sort of, the shot is sort of framed in a way to make you think that he's done a lot of push-ups already, and he's just struggling to get yeah. that last one out. And then he's really struggling. His arms are wobbling. And he's giving it his all. He finally gets up there and he counts one. And then his body <laughs> falls and his arms stay in place. Yeah. And then his little sleeves slide down his arms too. It's a cute yeah. little bit of animation. Um, and the struggle that he had in there oh, was yeah. just so graphic. <laughs> his teeth were seconds from just disintegrating. He was clenching so hard. He yeah. needed that one. <laughs> it only takes seconds one. from disintegrating. Yeah. That's such a good way of saying it. Oh man. Jeff has his own radio show. Don't you know? I don't. It's great. It's cause I made it up. Oh, sure. <laughs> so uh, then the next thing that they're going to do to work out is boxing. Yeah. Yeah. And we see a ring in Sandy's, Tree dome, which is cool to see. But not a wedding ring. No. Not suffer ring. Well, there is suffer ring. Not a sumo ring. No traditional onion ring. I mean. But but it is a boxing ring. But not just a regular boxing ring, but almost homemade. Only one rope going across. I don't know what that's going to do, except make it. A little bit inconvenient for kind people of for to get fun in at that point. Yeah, with acorns on the top of the, the turnbuckles, the ring posts. Yeah, it's yeah, cute. It's very cute good place. attention to detail. Well, I'm really thankful for the uh, the artists. They put a lot of work in. Uh, I will agree because I also really like the canvas. Is like a picnic table, picnic cloth, yeah, like uh, pattern on it. Yeah, a lot it's of a different nice, tones. It's a nice touch. Yeah, and it's kind of like patched together. It's like a bunch of picnic cloths patched together, which it is, is cute. And it, it is, is right. It's homemade, right, like we said. Um, but I, I always remember this scene specifically just because of how funny 
I, I do, like, I always remembered a lot of lines from this episode. Yeah. But him, she's like, put your gloves up. And he's, like, struggling to even put his his gloves in the air, his yeah. boxing gloves. And as he's, like, picking it up, um, he's, like, just struggling. And he doesn't really pick them up. But he goes, they're up. And then she just punches the shit out of him. <laughs> yeah. It's his fault. Like, his eyes are closed and every t- everything. He's just trying to be like, oh, I can do this. And they weren't wearing head protection. Right. They, they only do that when they, they karate. Yeah. Normally they wear protection. Yeah. yeah when they fool around. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Sandy's got SpongeBob on the treadmill. Right. Which is a hamster wheel. Even though she's a squirrel. Squirrel, hamster. What's the difference? Not a lot. And uh, he's he's like running, and then <laughs> the wheel uh, starts to spin too fast, and he's like hanging on the outside, and she's like feeling the burn, and he's like, "I'm feeling something." Wow! Right? Because he's like that spinning, what he and he's says. like only able to get a word in when he he's is like feeling on something. Side. And it's to be fair, if you were hanging on to a thing that was spinning that fast, it would be a workout. Yeah, I don't think his arms are even hanging on at this point. It's just moving so fast, and the the like gravity is just holding him to it. No. Well, so far, <laughs> like, he's like stuck to it. This sweat. is a really good like workout program. It's body weight uh, for the push-ups, and then upper body cardio and lower body cardio. Uh huh. It's a good starting point. She's honestly got SpongeBob's like, I'll help you. Because what you're doing isn't doing anything. Yeah. Until <laughs> the next exercise. But this one ends with uh, with him being thrown against the top of the glass. And he just like slides down and his arms don't at Yeah, first. again, his arms stay behind. They yeah. detach from his body. Yeah. But and yeah, I mean, obviously her regimen's going to work. Look at her. Yeah, and yeah. Obviously, there's a further steps past the next one that has to be. Right. <laughs> yeah, um, this one looks mild, right? The next one that they're getting ready for is... The best one. The arm crushers? The arm cruncher, the, yeah, right? Yeah, correct. The arm cruncher. And it is just... There's like two little... It's like a thing that you would walk up to, like on a table-ish, and then there's... Uh, is it like a big, whatever the table's made out of, then there's two bars that would, you'd put your arms in so that you can't move them. Yeah. Like on the front and back fastening. Put, put your arms through like, uh, what are those things called? Uh, the fucking. From the NSYNC. Stocks? (laughs) Stocks. Yeah. 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 Like, like, Uh uh, stocks kind of like you put your arms through and they're like locked in. Yeah. And then there's like gloves. And then right. there's just these this like pulley system with ropes, and then like cinder blocks. two cinder blocks that like come down and literally would like just cr- crush your arms. Yeah, one and then the other. They would crunch your arms for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, crunch them. Yeah, and SpongeBob just remarks, "This squirrel is trying to kill me." That <laughs> <laughs> would probably be the easiest exercise for SpongeBob to do because he's a sponge. And in a later episode, we know he just doesn't feel pain. It wouldn't hurt him, right? Yeah, it would well, be the on his body, exercise. His arms, though, they fall off constantly. Yeah, and he's not screaming in pain when his arms come off. <laughs> to be fair, his arms grow back if they fall off. We find out later for sure that that happens. If he was more ripped, would his arms come back more ripped? 
Yeah, I don't know. Or would he have to restart? An interesting question. Right. They would probably start from square one, I would think. (laughs) Square. Square one. one. But anyway. um, (laughs) Yeah, then we get a great gag of uh, cartoons where she's walking SpongeBob to the arm cruncher by hand. Yeah. And then he's out of frame. And then she looks over and she's just holding a landline telephone at this point. Yeah. For you kids who don't know what that is. I think we did talk about a landline phone already on here. A little bit, maybe. But it's a phone that is connected to the house by wires. Yeah. And then... And then Not the, like a cell phone. And then the telephone signal comes through, like, power lines and shit. Yeah, and you can't use the internet at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> it's federally regulated in the United States to where you only, if you want to get a landline installed, it costs a flat rate. Like, you can be out huh. in the middle of nowhere, and it'll only cost you, like, 20 bucks to get somebody to run... Uh, yeah, lumber and lines. Really? Yeah, it that's is, interesting. Yeah, it's yeah. the same price for everybody. Um, but she's just holding it, and he's like, "Oh yeah, thanks, Sandy. Uh, I'll have to try it next time." <laughs> and you can see him at home. He's like on his shell phone, and then he lays yeah. down, and he's like, "This working out thing isn't working out." Yeah, and he's just like his arms are throbbing, and he's just giving little ow, ow. He's and definitely sore. That's when we hear the TV. Right. It's almost as if it's calling out to SpongeBob. Also, he's laying in his bed. And I don't know if there was a TV in front of his bed before. But Gary is, like, laying next to him, not saying anything. But he's on the area where his alarm clock is. Like ni- his, like, night side barrel. Yeah. This working out thing isn't working out. Ow. 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 Hey! Hey, you! Whippy, whippy, whippy. Ooh, I'm a little peanut worm. Are you too much of a whip to work out? Are you a weakling built like a sponge? Well, now you too can have muscles. Huh? With anchor arms! They slip on like a glove. Just add air. How big do you want them? Normal? Baby? And for the ladies, Harry. I was a wimp before anchor arms. Now I'm a jerk and everybody loves me. So order now, wimps. Wow, now that's a good idea. So th- this is great because it is calling directly to him, right? It's like, hey, are you weak? Are you built like a sponge? Yeah. Like... Oh, yeah, I think Spongebob is. It basically references him by name, Mm -hmm. essentially. And um, I also like the shark in the uh, commercial, too, because he's got, like, a super ripped chest and uh, abs and stuff, but his arms are, like, super skinny, which is why he needs the... But it's like you couldn't get a super ripped chest without having some kind of arms, you know? Yeah. It's kind of silly. But he only does chest day. He just, yeah, I don't know what the heck you could do to to not have your arms grow at all while you're working your chest. But this is a children's cartoon. <laughs> yeah, so this guy is selling anchor arms, which you can see him. He slides these pink things on his arms. Just like sleeves, yeah. Yeah, and then they, they inflate, and they're big muscles, and they both have an anchor logo on them that looks like a tattoo on the outside of the forearm yeah you can have them normal veiny and for the ladies hairy yeah so they have like 
they just change shape and then they can even grow hair. It's like pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous, but yeah, it's a good it's good fun. Do you think ladies would enjoy hairy arms over big veiny arms? I think that's yeah, I don't know. That's like a personal I, preference thing, e, I would assume. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Not it's but I don't know. Maybe at one point in time, Harry was considered, you know, more masculine, therefore more desirable or yeah, whatever. I'm not a big fan of girls with hairy arms. <laughs> well, they're also not trying to but, sell to women. They're trying to appeal to men. And if they can't get arm de- definition, they're probably like, well, you know, women like hairy arms. So you want to get the deluxe hair edition. <laughs> and they like pink, but they don't say that. Because yeah. they are, they only come in pink. We find out, <clears throat> and nobody mentions a word that SpongeBob's arms are now sausages. Yeah, right. Well, he. This is before he gets them. Spoiler alert: he gets them. Yeah, and real quick too, I just want to say I love the line. I'm a jerk. Er. Uh, yeah, now I'm a jerk. Everybody loves me. So SpongeBob does get the arms, and uh, you see he's going to order them, and then we see Squidward. Who's laying out in front of his house in like a lawn chair, like a layout beach chair, and he's eating an ice cream, like a pink fudge poppy type ice cream looking thing. Yep. And um And he has a glass of iced tea or something next to him. Mm-hmm. And we just see a big shadow go across him and he is so shocked and he says which translates to SpongeBob, but as Squidward has his tongue stuck to the ice cream. Yes. Christmas story style. Boom. Yeah. Um, yeah. And or then, Dumb and Dumber. Indeed. Er, no. <laughs> so then Mr. Krabs is sweeping outside the Krusty Krab. SpongeBob walks by. Same thing. We see the shadow. Mr. Krabs gets all scared and hides in his shell and then goes and hides inside the Krusty Krab. And he closes it, which is unusual for Krabs to do. Yeah, yeah, he's he's super frightened by this sight that he sees. And then we go to Muscle Beach, which is the first time that that has been named by name. And we see a sign. And it does say muscle, as in M-U-S-S-E-L. Yes. And, um... Although, ironically, that's where all the... Muscle heads, the jerks, as SpongeBob would call it, go to hang out. Of course. <laughs> the jerks. Yeah, the cool guys. They're so cool. Yeah. I want to be a jerk. There was a thing we used to say when we were kids in elementary school. I don't know why. People would be like, Are you cool? And they'd be like, Yeah, I'm cool. And you'd be like, Oh, what are you, a constipated, overweight, out of style loser? And then they're like, I'm a jerk. And they're like, yeah, you are. And you're like, yeah, I'm a junior high educated rich kid. Which meant something in elementary school. That's Apparently you wanted to be at least smart enough to be in junior high and be rich. I vaguely remember that. It was just a dumb thing. It was so dumb. Big fan of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Return of the Ooze. So what's cooler than being cool? Ice cold. I can't hear you. I said... (laughs) What's cooler than being cool? (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. And so now we're here with SpongeBob. Yeah. Yeah, he's at Muscle Beach and... uh, Shake it like a Polaroid picture. Overhead pressing, shoulder work. Yes. So so then there's, uh, there's a few fish working out 
One of them is like doing side curls. Um, one of them has a bar and is doing an overhead press. But then they all look over and they see SpongeBob, and they're so shocked that he like drops the big weights on their feet, and they just go, "Ow!" Like they kind of don't even realize it, you know, because um, they're so buff. And then well, Gold Team Rules is there. Well, too. the the joke is that they're so fascinated or enamored with SpongeBob that they don't really notice that they're hurt. Um, and then. And that's when we see SpongeBob uh, has huge ass muscles, anchor arms. Yeah, and uh, like, you know, people are like, "Whoa, is that is that you, SpongeBob?" And he's like, "And this is where he says the Who are you expecting, Tiny Tim?" And he flexes and knocks Gold Team rules in another guy way far away. Like, so his his arms are functional. You know, they are able to like. Right. Send people for a ride. Yeah, right. And they are longer than his body. He his feet are off the ground and he's now he, walking with his arms. Right. Yeah. He's able to walk on his on his arms, right? Cuz his feet wouldn't even touch the ground. Yeah. Um and Larry Larry goes, "Dude, you're ripped." And then he puts both of his arms up and they spell out the words in big 3D like block letters. Thank you. Yeah. I've been working out. <laughs> yeah, I've been working out. Um, Excuse me a second, and then he flexes more. Yeah, he then... does like a little twist. He like twists his arms all together. Like, ooh, whatever he's doing takes some technique. He does a bunch of different little stuff right there, and then um, anyone for the juice, juice bar? bar? Yeah, and he like one of them's like a, a pineapple-y looking drink with like. They would have an umbrella, right? And a one's cock- just like a, a yeah. They're both different cocktail yeah. drinks, and he's like pointing over toward one way. He's trying to be real cool now that he's got the muscles. I like that gag a lot. This, this chair's totally broken. <laughs> I'm leaning back. It's the only thing like keeping me. And here. then we're outside the juice bar. Scooter, the cool surfer. Oh, that guy. Is like, I'm telling you, he's huge. And then Sandy is there and she's like, Has, has anyone seen SpongeBob? He's oh. Like, oh, you mean Muscle Bob Buff Pants? Oh, that's the name of the episode. She's like, Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> she's like, Yeah, sure. And he, she uh, knows where he's at and goes to see him. And he's telling the people his strategies. Like, you know, I start out with 20 raw eggs every day, but hey, that's just me. <laughs> Sounds like salmonella poisoning. Yeah. Yeah. I never did that raw egg thing. I've never had a raw egg in my life. I don't eat eggs anymore at all. But We should have had a raw egg before recording. We can after. Yeah. No. Nitrate. <laughs> no. <laughs> and, and it's just great, too, because he's like, working out is my life. I remember when I used to look like that guy over there, and there's just like a wimpy looking Oh, me. Fish. Yeah. And it's just funny, too, because he's so, like, cocky cocky immediately yeah and this guy's like he's just there to get juice and now they're kind of like laughing at him well yeah i mean it's not nice of spongebob to single that guy out but it's also just funny because it's like all he did was buy these arms and now he thinks he's like the shit and he's totally already immediately like taking he's got the bravado yeah those arms aren't the only thing inflated his ego. Yeah, there it is. It is. It's a euphemism euphemism for his ego. 
Euthanasia for euthanasia. Euthanasia makes you kill your pets. Um, but that's not the only person he makes fun of, is it, Alex? No, because Larry's laughing. He's like, "Oh yeah, I used to look like that guy." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I, "I remember." I look like you too. He, he like does it faster, you know. He's like, <laughs> hit him with a zinger. Yeah, and he's like, "Ha, fuck you, Larry." Yeah, and then he's like, "But that was a long time ago." And then the bartender drops the drink off. And SpongeBob tries to lift it up, but he cannot lift the weight of this yeah, drink. Yeah, but he like his his whole hand his hand is huge too. So he like completely grabs the right. glass too, and he's just yanking. Yeah, he's like with all his might, he can't get it. And then he tries to lift up the straw. He can't even lift up the straw out of the drink. Well, he changes form. He goes from full hand on the cup to two finger on the straw. If he could have whole handed. The straw. He yeah, might have right. got it. He might have had it if he whole-handed the straw, right. But I just love that. Like, he can't even lift the straw. It's hilarious. So what does he do to compensate? He stretches his lips all the way up to this tall-ass bar uh, to have a few glugs of his drink. And he does. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Trying to play it cool. His cool guy voice is kind of like... It, it's kind of dumb. <laughs> but that's the point of it, obviously. Right. And then Sandy is asking him where he got his muscles. He said he's created his own workout routine that's given him amazing results. And then as he does, his like arm, his like big pink arm f- slides down. And you can see a sleeve in his little arm. And he's just like, whoops. And he, he holds it up in the air to like have it fall back down in place. He doesn't even really like panic at all, even though right. this is right in front of Sandy. He it's, he kind of is just like, oh, whoopsie daisy. He realizes goes that on. everybody in Bikini Bottom is just really stupid. Right, and it's funny too in the scene, in the scene right before this when he's in the juice bar, you can see like hints of his arms peeking out of the pink arms too. I thought it was kind of funny. And let's not and forget, this is the biggest bar. Sandy yeah, right. is shorter than right. the bar, when and San- she's taller than SpongeBob. She's shorter than, like, she's, like, as tall as the bar stool that SpongeBob is standing on. Yeah, yeah. she's, like, looking up to him. Yeah, it's it's so bizarre. Yeah, that was a good catch from Jeff. He was like, how tall is this bar? And it was like, whoa, <laughs> it is tall. <laughs> so then Larry's like, so what's your secret? And SpongeBob's like, what? And he, like, turns... He like turns very square and his eyes are square and his holes are square. He just looks like completely strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um you're and then Sandy's like your secret workout. He's like, "Huh, well, oh, yeah. uh first I take my hand and I uh do this." And he does the classic <laughs> armpit, armpit farts. Armpit fart, which he's done before. It was actually one of the first things he ever did to win over Sandy as yeah. a friend, which yeah. is funny because they're not impressed by it right Right. now because larry's like are you kidding me yeah right he says do these muscles lie yeah and then immediately after he says that everybody like looks all it's almost like they're judging like is everyone else gonna do it and then they they all start arm farting they're like they want those they all start doing it because they they want those those sponge gains yeah with those kind of results i mean why wouldn't you incorporate that into your routine absolutely it makes sense right so Sandy decides that uh, SpongeBob should put those muscles to the test. Right. Um, Because the big muscle beach anchor tossing competition is today. And everybody will be there. 
And right at that moment, the bartender, who is Tom, the chocolate fish. Or the pizza ordering fish in different color. Indeed. With a weird voice, says, Here's your drink. And he he sets the drink down on SpongeBob's pink hand. And you can see it like... Uh, deflates the hand it like yeah it sinks in in, yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. um and he's like uh wait you know he's like i I don't know about uh the muscle beach this and that yeah she's like like, yeah i'm gonna i'll go sign us up right now she's like you'll do great dude and he he can't pull pull his arm out from under the drink because it's so heavy the drink is too heavy for him and he's like no no and he's like trying to hold back, he, but she doesn't even care. And he can't slide his arm out of the arm. He has to keep the arm with him, otherwise yeah. he'll be, otherwise he'll be exposed. And this could be on his actual finger too. So it, well, I his arms aren't true, that right? long. Right. My big issue with ones. that is that he could have drank the drink to make it lighter. I know. I thought that too. One. Just chug it real fast. Yeah, you know, he we probably, know he has long lips, he was, but it still might not be he, enough. He was panicking though. I mean. Yeah, this time he grabs it and his veins in the arm are like going nuts and he's trying to pick this thing up and he's grunting and he's like having a baby. (laughs) Yeah. And then it's funny because it keeps flashing over to Sandy, like who's just like, you know, whatever, like 10 feet away or whatever she is. Yeah, she's right outside. Outside the bar and she's just like, okay, here's a sign up sheet. Yeah, the sign-up sheet is, like, it's on a telephone pole, and there's, like, a, a clipboard attached to it with names, or with, like, a sheet. It's just an entrant list. Yeah. And then the place that you put it's in, like, a lockbox type thing on the ground. Right. It's, like, all of the people who enter this, like... We have to have it secure so nobody can remove other people's entries. It's pretty serious business, but um, I mean, it's a competition. So yeah. um, what blows my mind is there's no prelims, there's no testing, nothing. This is the just prelims. sign right up. Yeah. There's and not go enough fish, it. really. Anybody, crabs, pearl, pearl could probably chuck that of decent length. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I like uh, how she goes, how she, the delivery of the line when she says her own name as she's writing it. Right. She's she like, goes, Sandy Cheeks. <laughs> yeah. It's just funny. Because she's know. like, and it's like slower too, you know, and then SpongeBob's trying to go and she says his all at once. SpongeBob SquarePants. And SpongeBob is like increasingly, like still struggling, trying to get out there to stop yeah. her. And at and this point, he's just trying to pull himself now. He's not trying to lift the glass. He's just trying to pull his hand out. Yeah. And he's like, wait, Sandy, no way. And she's like, okay. And then she drops it in. And then. And then Tom yeah. picks up the glass off his hand and he goes flying. Yeah. So he. he <laughs> and he flying. smiles too. Like he knew what he, was going to happen. Yeah. He knew what he was doing, right? And then uh, he slams into the pole, and she's like, it's okay, SpongeBob. I already signed your name in. Oh, gee. Thanks, Sandy. Yeah. yeah I feel so bad for Sandy. She's so sincere. Sees that he makes these big changes. Yeah. And, Sandy's uh, a sweetheart. She's just trying to let him show it off. Yeah. So we get to the contest. Yep. And first, we the announcer's great. He's like always, you can tell it's not super professional, because first he's like, are we on? Right. It's like, oh, welcome to the eighth annual, you know, anchor toss. Right, right. The production's not super well organized. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like they're in a stadium, but he's in like a press box. It looks kind of like it'd be a high school 
like track field or something. Um, but we see the contestants and a few of them are doing the arm farts. Um, right. The crowd's also doing arm farts. Yeah. And they're cheering for SpongeBob. And then we hit back to the press box. Can I get mustard on that? <laughs> He's like, can I get some mustard on that? Oh, well, first up, we have Don the Whale. Right, right. He's like I, trying... I, what? I was just going to say, I forgot to mention, at this point, when they show all the contestants, SpongeBob like looks nervous, and he blows up the arms even more with his mouth. Yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, on top of that, he must have got a cheaper model. That one does not have the sexy Harry. Well, he's just not wearing he it. He hasn't. I yeah, I mean, he he just never set it to Harry. I don't well, know. Well, it, it shows the dial for the different settings, and there's no Harry on it. Oh. Well, maybe he skimped out. Hmm. It goes from heavy to jerk, and that's where caps. Interesting. Yeah. Well, he, he's not maxed out yet. He just blows it up a little bit. We don't get to see the meter at this point. So then first up in the competition is Don the Whale. Which that's the first time he is mentioned by name, but not He's the a first killer time whale, we've seen though. him. Yeah, an orca. So technically a dolphin. And anyway, he throws the thing, it lands, uh, the measurer comes up, he announces two hundred yards, the crowd cheers. Two hundred yards. And then we get it we get some fun gags here with this this guy, because then we get the let's see the instant replay, and then boom. Yeah, it's like an anchor they... another anchor lands right next to the one, right on top of the guy who just measured the distance yeah, almost as if don threw a second one right. the exact same <laughs> right right um and then and then larry's up larry's up he tosses one it doesn't appear to go much further but it looks like w- what happens is it's it's going to land on the guy so he yeah. runs out of the way the measurer and then all the way follows. to like yeah it looks like he just runs to the side of it right and then it follows him and lands on him and that is 210 yards so larry yeah. is in the lead and then here is Sandy. Sandy Cheeks, and she uh, tosses it up in the air, and then karate kicks it, and uh, the guy measuring starts to run backwards and then run around in circles. You can see the shadow of the anchor is following his every move. And he's way behind the other anchors. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's really trying, but he's trying to get away. It's not going to work out. It nails him. And and Sandy and SpongeBob are both watching kind of with smiles on their face. Yeah. And then it hits them, and they're kind of like, ooh. Yeah, and then uh, that one was 510 yards, which is wow. a full. It's over two football fields. 300 yards more than Larry. Yeah. That's that's crazy. And she kicked it. She didn't even use her hands to throw it. Yeah. Seems like it'd be cheating. Like she did throw it, but then she hit it as well. Yeah, it's know? kind of a weird thing. But anyway, uh SpongeBob's turn. It's SpongeBob turn. <laughs> it's SpongeBob, SpongeBob turn. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. And the crowd is doing the arm farts and they have signs that are cheering for SpongeBob. And he's yep. going to go. And um, he, like, jumps up to the top of the anchor, or trying to move it, maneuver it. He can't move it at all, but he jumps up in his own weight, like, brings it down on top of him. He's like, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, he comes up, and he's like, just kidding. And everyone's like, oh, and it's funny. It shows, like, Sandy and Larry, and they're all like, oh, man. <laughs> and I love this line. We get a great Sandy line. Uh, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> That's SpongeBob's funnier than ears on an acorn. Because that would look funny. 
It would be a very funny look. Yeah. It would. Or horrifying. <laughs> Horrifyingly funny. Yeah. And uh, he's like, SpongeBob's trying to get it together, you know. He's starting to believe in himself a little bit. He's like, you know what? I'm no wimp. I'm a jerk. And then he blows his arms up a lot. Yeah. I love how he's just I love how he's just publicly blowing them up too. Like yeah. in front of a packed like crowd event. Uh and it nobody notices. It's just funny. Yeah. He's just like, Oh yeah, no, don't mind me, just fucking you know juicing kissing my biceps over here. <laughs> Big papa pump over here. Yeah. Putting in old oxygen infused blood, you know. <laughs> so he like He's really struggling to, like, just lift it out of the sand now. And as he does, because they're so, like, inflated, first his nose becomes giant, and he's like, huh? Like, it inflates, and he pushes it in because the arm deflates at the same time. The air starts to redisperse itself, basically, throughout his body. Yeah, his eye gets giant, his tooth gets giant. His butt. Yeah, and then it like keeps circling or cycling yeah, between yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. The the air keeps redispersing itself like crazy. Everyone in the crowd is like, "What the frick is going on, dude?" And, and then, then eventually, eventually they get real huge. Yeah, like, but it in, does, first it all stops. Like it's cycling, cycling, and yeah. then it stops, and it's normal. And then they and get then gets huge, real huge. There's a, yeah, there's a quick beat where it stops, and then real huge explosion, overpowering over the competition. I'm towering. And you see the <laughs> arms explode and they like, they kind of like float down to the ground and they're, they're making like a, like a, Ooh. I think he lost. <laughs> Um, penis noise. And then, <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know what kind, uh, of, what kind of a noise does a penis noise. make. Oh, I get it. <laughs> that, uh, that's the, the noise. Put up the noise from the beginning when he's struggling to push up. <laughs> he's, he's crying. Uh, oh, penis man's crying. He won't stop throwing up. <laughs> he's sick. He got real fucked up. Now, before his arms blew up, I wanted to point out that it, uh, when he was shifting between like the air going in all the different places, before that they were leading up and they would make a noise every time that like uh, it transitioned the air and it started yeah. revving up. And then I believe it started like holding on single frames for a couple frames and then switching frames. And they were letting the audio do the motion. So mm-hmm. they kept making the noise, making it seem like it kept happening more than it was visually yeah. occurring. And because mm. as it's like cycling through, we see the crowd and they're still chanting because it's like the cadence of everything changing. They're also doing SpongeBob and it's like all one big thing because it, it does cut back to him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they're they're on the ground. They're deflated. It's sad. SpongeBob has no arms. And then we just see the crowd and... It's great. The guys, the main guy in the crowd in the front, he's like, uh, I think he lost. And he's like smiling still though. And then the crowd all goes nuts. Sandy. They even have like a, a big picture of her. They flip like signs. He, yeah, he brought yeah, it just in case. They like flip their signs around and it's Sandy on the yeah. other side. They didn't know Muscle Bob was going to compete. So they originally brought the Sandy signs, but then they had to quick. They had to call an audible and write SpongeBob signs. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, 
Sandy just doesn't even say anything. She just walks up to SpongeBob and he's like, <laughs> like all nervously. Yeah. And she just starts tapping her foot. Yeah. And then she, she, she does like a come with me type deal. Yeah. She like points her thing and it's like a Scooby Doo, like Hanna Barbera type sound effect. Like, <laughs> it's like, she does it and it's like, ding, 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 ding. And then (laughs) we are in the tree dome in the tree house and uh, 98. Yeah, we hear SpongeBob counting and we assume he's doing some kind of exercise. We just see his face. Something more his level probably. And then she's like, I want 100 more. And then he's like, oh, it hurts. And then we see he's holding the TV remote and he's sitting on the couch in front of the TV and he begins counting again and he's just As hitting he changes the channel he's just hitting the channel up button or whatever it yeah, is yeah that's how you can count and it's all it's static easy. isn't it she doesn't have the tv down there i think it is all static between the channels you don't see yeah, you what's don't on see the it, tv but, but you can it hear the static. yeah there's right. static at least at one point at right right it, yeah. yeah it doesn't sound like there's i mean any once you get into the hundreds you know he hit a hundred so then it's like 101 102 like who's gonna put channels up there this is the late 90s brother yeah, but there's channels. Up he, there. There yeah, were, he's getting yeah. to like the blurry porn sections. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the start of their love relationship. Yeah, well, they are sharing a chair together. She's got her feet up. He's got his arm down. Yeah, and then he, uh, <laughs> you know, he tries to get a little sneak peek of her. So his, his arm falls off because it's so worked out. And then he gives her a little. I think we finally found an exercise for you, SpongeBob. Nine. Can you get that? Drop my pencil. Yeah, not that he's. But he doesn't say it like that. He does it because he's sore and only has one arm. It's not sexual at all. It's just funny and cute. It's just a cold close. What do you What do you rate that episode, Sweet Zachary? I don't know. It's one of the greats. It is to SpongeBob what Ric Flair is to wrestling. So it just yells woo a lot and does a lot of chest slaps. Oh, maybe that's more the <laughs> bubble technique one. Woo! Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I really like this episode a lot. I'm not going to, I don't really know. I'm not good at the whole silly rating thing. Um, but I really like this episode. It's a really memorable one for me. Really enjoyed watching it again a lot. Wanted to point out, though, it is very similar to Ripped Pants in. Just the whole game and structure, basically. SpongeBob getting over, SpongeBob getting over, getting getting under, and then having to have sex with Sandy. Yeah, so he can, because he really wants to have sex with Sandy. Uh, If I had to rate it, I'd rate it 45 out of 50 arm farts. Well, good Mm. thing you don't have to. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are dumb. You can't because there's no time. We have to move on to. We are. Yeah, we are super crunched for time, so we are going to move right on to... Yep, we don't have time, so we are definitely we not going to put in any very, filler anymore. We are very low on time. We're going to so move we on. we move on very quickly. Yeah, very quickly? To, How quickly are we moving on? quickly as we possibly can to I the next thing. We need to stop stalling, all right? The next thing we say has to be the line of the episode, or the, the title of the episode. Wow, you wrecked it. Are you ready to say it? It is Squidward. Three, 
Okay. Two, one. On, okay, on one. <laughs> Three, two, one. Go. Squidward. And now. And Come on, now. we don't I'm have time. <laughs> Jesus, they're going to kick us off the air. <laughs> How much more time it. do we have this recording studio for? <laughs> yeah, right. This is right. going to be WrestleMania. We're going to be here until 1230. I, I pay two grand an hour for this recording studio. God damn it. <laughs> and they have those freaking dogs upstairs all the time. <laughs> Why did we rent above a groomer? <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. Joke. It's the best one. It's the best studio $2,000 can afford. Why do we have to record in Ann Arbor on the top of the Trump Hotel? So. Coordinates. <laughs> they hear us. They, they're telling us. Move on. They, the crowd is getting antsy. Move on, fuck faces. Squidward. The unfriendly ghost. Play on Casper the friendly ghost. Which was a great show that I would watch. Uh, and movie. And movie. The movies were more what I would watch. You know? Me too. This is my party. I'll die if I want to. Yeah. As opposed to get high if I want to, as the original is. No, it's that's not what it says. The original is definitely I'll cry if I want to. I'll cry if I well, want to. What one's... A, right, well... That sounds this, like a jerk song that you were... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What jerk song... Yeah. You don't know that one? You're a jerk. Is this no. an Afro Man Weird Al collab? It was around the same time the Casper movie came out. That's why I like put the two together. Gotcha. This is my party. I'll get high if I want to. That's great. It's like they were doing drugs instead of <laughs> <laughs> instead of just crying. Doing drugs at the party? Right. You like, don't why say. Do, why would you cry during a party? But you would probably if get you want it. If you want to, hey, maybe you're fucking tripping balls on LSD or something. You need to fucking cry. Maybe you'll die if you want I've to. i to cry without the use of drugs. So, you know. It happens. Yeah. yeah. It's an emotional time for some people. Anyway, this episode's 11 minutes long. Storyboard artist was Aaron Springer. Storyboard director, Sherm Cohen. Written by them too, along with Peter Burns. Animation director, Fred Miller. And creative director, Double D. Wet Lady. Wet lady, indeed. The wettest lady in all of Euphrates. <laughs> um, what the fuck? Uh, oh, so it shit. starts with Squidward saying, Have I told you how beautiful you are? And we see Squidward. But not just any Squidward. It's a wax Squidward. Indeed. He pulls the eyes straight out of the wax Squidward. It's horrifying. Yeah, he pulls the eyes out. He's like, uh, he's admiring it, but he's also kind of fixing it a little bit as he goes. And uh, he's like, now that I've been immortalizing wax, I and I've conquered all artistic media. And then we sh- see all of his. He has like a hedge uh, that he trimmed mm-hmm. to look like him, and he's got. A, uh, a neon sign, a neon the sign of, of like a liquor store, right? A neon sign of his face and pottery um, depicting him as like a story Egyptian, the yeah, yeah, looking, like Egyptian yeah. looking pottery. Yeah, so he's in the Da Vinci, the Da Vinci pose. Yeah, the Da Vinci like flying machine thing mm-hmm. or theory of man, whatever it is. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I don't claim to be. And uh, anyway, he's just admiring his work, and then suddenly we hear some ruckus outside. And yeah. the boys are out there playing a little game. Yeah, and you he, could think it was a Saturday because it's for the boys. 
Yeah, this game is Furda. <laughs> Furda boys. So first we get SpongeBob yelling hike, and then he runs one way. Oh, also, before we see what they're doing, right, we see Squidward next to his his sculpture. He's like, oh, your eye's a little crooked, but then he puts it, it's perfect. And then he he's like, come on, why don't you smile? And then there's ruckus outside, and it, like, knocks the whole house, and Squidward looks mad, and then the wax figure's face also turns into a mad face, because, mm-hmm. like, the gravity pulls it down from it shaking. So he yells, hike. Uh, SpongeBob runs over to this, like, stalk of bamboo or coral. I think it's coral. And uh, he's carrying a rock over there while Patrick is blowing chess pieces on a chessboard. Granted, he is making a legal move yeah. with the tower. Yeah. <laughs> so then <laughs> then he, uh, SpongeBob br- drops the rock next to this thing and it breaks. And he's like, that's three points. And he starts to climb the coral. He's like, one, two, five. He's just, everything is so random. And then he flips upside down and he is like in the top of the coral and then mm-hmm. blows a bubble and out comes G7. G7! King me! (laughs) Patrick starts running towards him, says, King me. Throws the chessboard, right? He runs into the coral thing, and then falls down down on his bum, and he goes, I lose! In, like, a happy kind of way. Like, I win! But he says, (laughs) I lose. Also, he runs runs through the G7 bubble. Don't know if that's worth more or less points, but he does. And then in both, he does a double hand catch of SpongeBob's bubbles and bubble wand. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's Those float right. into his hands. Yeah, that's he's like, crazy. I lose. And then SpongeBob has to let him down. But it's not Tuesday. <laughs> Tartar sauce. Yeah. he's. It's like he wanted to lose. And Squidward's watching the whole thing from his house. And he's just like, what the fuck are you doing? I love he says, he doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> say that. But oh, I thought es- he did. Essentially, but I like what he does say. He says, what are you invertebrates doing? Which is just funny. Yeah. Um, and he's like, and they're we like, don't know. we don't know. <laughs> uh, hey, Patrick, do you know what time it is? And this yeah. is Squidward being a jerk. And he's like, oh, yeah, Squidward. And Patrick just happens to actually be wearing a watch. Yeah. And he goes to check it and he pours out all the bubble solution out onto his tummy. Yeah. Which is just like a mean joke from and before, a mean old man. And before Squidward. he can even answer, he's like, time to find some other game to play. Yeah. <laughs> and then Squidward uh, sets the mood inside his house by running a bubble bath and turning on his favorite Kenny G record. Which is right next to him. You know, it's pretty close. And then uh, then they're like, hey, you want to toss the shell around? And so what SpongeBob does is he winds up like he's going to throw a disc, you know, and he throws it directly point blank into Patrick's stomach and it shoots out and mm. it goes right through Squidward's open window and it hits the wax figure and knocks it on the ground. Yeah, and uh, it's funny because they're like chasing after it so 
what they do is they decide to just let themselves right on into Squidward's house. Via the elevator to get upstairs. They go up the elevator to get upstairs into the room where the show would be. And it has a window on it. So it's like either the window's only in that section that you can see by the elevator on the backside of his uh, like ears, you know, that we saw. Or it yeah. moves up with the house, which I don't think it does because never seen... Yeah, it must be, I think it would be like the ear. It would have to be. They notice the wax figure down on the ground with the shell in its head, and it's a little bit beat up, And uh, but they and Patrick, mis- they mistake it for Squidward. Well, Patrick uh, remarks, bonus points, doesn't he? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice, yeah. And then they pull the shell out of his head. Yeah, um... And he, he doesn't look so good. And he's like, Squidward. I think something's wrong with Squidward. He looks unconscious. And then Patrick decides to try to give Squidward CPR. By just putting his mouth on his nose and blowing until his face is purple. Yeah. And no he's... tilting of the head. Yeah. yeah. No opening of the airways. No closing of the nose so the air doesn't go out the nose. Yeah, he's just got his mouth directly over his nose. And he does it so much he like starts to float, right? Like yeah, the air like, like whatever. Well, first he turns purple. <laughs> right, first yeah. he turns purple. Then uh, his the tip of his head like pops up, <laughs> and then uh, and then his whole body inflates and he's floating. He falls yeah. down on Squidward onto face. Squidward ass ass to face. Um, Never go ass to mouth. Ass to face. SpongeBob shed a single tear. <laughs> SpongeBob's like, get off him. And he's like, what are you worried about? And we see a great uh, close up of the wax painting now with two huge butt cheek prints where his head once was. One on each would, eye. Would you call that a wax painting? Is that what I said? Yeah. <laughs> you know wax what I meant. The sculpture. Statue, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's just funny because what is that, you know? Well, I think there's wax paintings. Kind of like on an envelope when you pour wax onto it and then you imprint something, molds, stuff like that. You can make it yeah. works. You could, but that's you not what this is. This is it the shape out, of a man. It carries. <laughs> Squidward yeah. has huge like circles around him and his eyes are huge. He's really messed up. But Patrick's like, I'm sure he'll be fine. So he looks a little cold. Yeah, he still feels cold. Yeah. So they move him to the sunlight and uh, he immediately starts melting. And uh, they're like talking he says, about. He says the Patrick is here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He has to go return some videotapes. <laughs> right, but they put him by and the then, window. Yeah, we have another. We, yeah, and we have a good line also. The Patrick is here, and SpongeBob. I know a lot about head injuries. Believe me. Hey, what's that on your shoe? I don't know. It kind of looks like... Squidward! Patrick is here, and SpongeBob, I know a lot about head injuries. Believe, and then he just starts, like, drooling. Totally, like, loses consciousness. Yeah. His brain and, shuts off. And, Sp- and SpongeBob snaps his fingers in front of his face, and then he comes back to it, and he goes, me. Which leads us to believe that maybe he played football in high school. Potentially. Or he's a wrestler. Do we think he has a high school education? Uh, well, he did go to community college he went to with community Flats. Community college, right? So he... We don't know that yet. 
Sure, we know it. But but we know that. <laughs> but he also attends school with SpongeBob. Yeah. Maybe it's all. It all remains to be seen. But then uh, Patrick's like, "Hey, what's that on your shoe?" <laughs> and we also didn't say in the Muscle Bob Buff Pants episode. We didn't even mention that he was wearing a speedo and his dress shoes. Mm. So remember the last episode and put that in your head, kids. <laughs> um. But yeah, what's on his shoe? Why, it's Melted Squidward. And he's like, oh, it isn't working. Because they're trying to... They're like, oh, we'll help him. And they, they like start molding it up, the wax, like to make his face. And they're doing a pretty good job at first. Well, before that, Squidward powders up. Right, yeah. We see yeah. Squidward getting out of the shower. He's got his towels. He's powdering his nose and his face. Looking real ghost-like. Yeah. So... They're, like, trying to do this sculpture thing. It falls, and then they're like, it isn't working. And then the eyes turn, like, face down. So it's like, oh, he's dead. And they're like, oh, man. And it bubbles. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, man, Squidward's pushing up daisies. And Patrick's like, oh, good. I thought he was dead. (laughs) Which, they mean the same thing. Pushing up daisies is a saying to... To explain that when you're in the ground, you're, you I've know, only ever heard giving, of SpongeBob, giving back to the ground. Yeah, really? I think yeah. that's. I mean, oh, I've, I've heard. It. I've heard of it, but that's where I learned it was from this episode for sure. Yeah, and then Squidward comes in, and this is probably what starts the confusion because he remarks, "Ah, what have you done to me?" Because <laughs> that is yeah. him, right? And uh, SpongeBob and Patrick are both real freaked out because they both automatically assume that this is the ghost of Squidward. And SpongeBob's like, spare us your ghostly anger. Yeah, Squidward's giving his little monologue. He catches on and he starts to play it up. He says, now do as you're told, lest ye incur the wrath of Squidward. And then he like, he hisses too. He does like a yeah in the middle of it. Yeah. He tells them that they need to do his bidding and they need to tickle his fancy. Cool. And SpongeBob's like, does that include? And he like stops him. He's like, silence. I wonder what he was going to ask if it included. You know, yeah. Squidward's fancy is a big area. Possession. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we, now we're outside and SpongeBob and Patrick are carrying Squidward on the, what is it called, Jeff? Uh, during the episode, I called it a dais, but it is actually known as a leader. And then even more specifically, because it is Roman, it's a palanquin. Oh, wow. Look at you. You did a little research. That's great. <laughs> now, do as you're told, lest ye incur the wrath of Squidward. I think they make a cream for that now. So they do take him. So immediately, first thing he wants, to be carried. Yeah. And they carry him. They're carrying him around, and they're struggling. You know, we just learned that SpongeBob's a weak little dude, but apparently he can hold half of, like, the front half of Squidward's... Well, he can also carry rocks. He can crack rocks, and he can (laughs) smoke rocks. And he can also... smoke crack rocks. Throw with enough force to where the ricochet goes up, like, 30 feet into the window of Squidward. So he's been working out with Sandy, for sure. So he's like, no, this area is too dry. Or no, he says it's too wet, doesn't he? And then they walk over to this thing that's like 
fish and they have uh it's like a it looks like an old-fashioned art piece they have like old dresses and they're doing like a can-can with their knees yeah um the this... most highbrow visual joke that has happened in spongebob yet yeah to date and this it's... is uh yeah this is a uh yeah right it's it's such a weird we did research on it to figure out what this was because it's it's such a weird reference but it's uh Reference to the painting um, La Troupe de... What the fuck? It's M-L-L-E. Malay? Malay. Malady? So it's a reference to a painting called La Troupe de Malay Elegantine by Henry de... Henry de Toulouse-Lautrec, which is what uh, Squidward says. He says... To lose Lautrec. Yeah. And then there's to, like a drum. Ba-dumps. Yeah. To let you know it is a joke because right. none of the Otherwise you would not it. know yeah. that You'd it's a it joke. You'd think it was more nonsense. Yeah. They're they, probably laughing know. as the people like with the fish heads and stuff the kids are and like maybe the adults get it. Yeah. So I feel like there would be some adults who have like a really strange background and know that like stuff and just saw it on TV and were like, what the hell? Did they just mention that? And then, like, they thought it was really funny because it's so obscure. Right, yeah. Either that or maybe it is very well known and maybe we're all just dumb for not knowing it. Uncultured swine. Yeah. <laughs> I think most people don't. But it literally, instead on this, it, it there's, like, a tennis ball and there's a fish. The fish all have legs instead of, like, what, their dogs in the original one? No, they're just people. Oh. Well... And then it says something about uh, French fries and Pomme de frites. and like I play tennis. Yeah, there's just silly nonsense French uh, little blurbs on the bottom. Yeah, so they just walk into this, and it's like you know, almost like they're in a different dimension just for this joke. They come in from the left, or they come in from the right, going left. They go off the left side of it. And then they end up back on the other side of the screen, like they went through a portal to the other side, and then they like they make it to where they can't walk anymore, and they fall down, and Squidward's like, perfect. But it was the spot that they started at before they went through this whole Toulouse French dude thing. This French high-end reference. Yeah. Which I think a lot of Squidward episodes have a lot of like architecture and painting references and nods. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's a lot of different st- styles of himself in his art room all the time. It's great. Yeah. Pointillism, like a tile picture, the Da Vinci mm-hmm. cat, and then or, uh, <clears throat> horticulture, I think it is. The art with the bush, shrubbery. Yeah. Mm. So, uh,. Squidward calls them slaves, and uh, they say, yes, master. <laughs> Fetcheth me some nourishment. Only the freshest, oh, spooky one. A grape fresh from the vine, your ghostliness. A banana peeled to your liking, your incorporealness. One watermelon fresh from the manure field, your spookiness. Calls him the sporkliest. Yeah, is he says yeah he says a word that's not even real, and then he Squidward's like all right all right all right he's like I need you to get something that's hard to find, 
uh, like a uh, cherry pie, and then Patrick pulls out a pie immediately. Yeah, and he's from, like, like behind his back. Yeah, it's like where'd you get that? I found it. <laughs> it's like, well, go find it again, and he just <laughs> chucks it. it, and Patrick like runs to get it, and then SpongeBob's left alone, and he actually looks kind of like really uncomfortable you know i mean he's being a slave to a ghost yeah so he's like come on do what i say jog in place and he's jogging in place and he's like now say flank stink <laughs> flank steak you know squidward's trying to and starting to enjoy having slaves <laughs> imagine that spongebob get over here now spin around that's better now jog in place Say flank steak. Flank steak. I think I'm beginning to like this. Stop! Now play me an elaborate song with this. But this is just a piece of tissue paper. Oh, my. Always have to have it our way, don't we? Oh, boo hoo. <laughs> I can't do it! Well, I hope you don't have any plans tonight. Because you're not allowed to leave that spot until I hear a song. Right, and SpongeBob just sits there, and then it becomes dark, and he falls over, and then it becomes light, you know? He just can't. It's impossible. Yeah, so comes back and he's like did i say he could lay down <laughs> yeah because he's laying down and the tissue paper's over his nose as punishment he's like you got to go clean out my like uh, my back room yeah and patrick now walks into frame and he's like found that pie <laughs> and he's like great and he just takes it and throws it into his face and he <laughs> says thanks master <laughs> yeah thanks master and then it, like, when Squidward marches off, Patrick remarks, this is fun. Because <laughs> he didn't have to stand in one spot and try to, well, I guess Spongebob, he just like, he was like, no, he just laid there. But I'm sure Patrick, he'd have tried. It'd yeah. have been in shreds of wet paper by the time he was done. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, I, I never understood this. It's just kind of a funny thing. I always was wondering if it was a reference to something or what the real joke is, but they're inside Squidward's house now. And SpongeBob's like, Patrick, are you ready? He's like, yeah. He's like, and we see Patrick and he's, we see his back and he's down at the other side of the hall. He's like, what? Well, it's this way. And he like takes him a minute and he turns around and he's like, oh, coming. But it's like, it really, we were saying earlier, too, I think it could just be, hey, this episode's like 10 seconds short. Like, just throw this dumb thing in. Yeah, yeah, because it's, I mean, it doesn't do anything for anything, but it is fun. And yeah. It, and it's good Patrick stuff, you know? <laughs> yeah. So then they go into Squidward's, uh, like, back room. It's like a closet. And he's like, how are we going to fix all this? And there's like... A packed shelf stuffed with just junk. Yeah, there's like trophies coming out of it and just general boxes. Sporting like balls and stuff. And he's like, Well first we just tear this wallpaper off and SpongeBob <laughs> tears the wallpaper off. Lo and behold, all the garbage and 
like all the storage stuff was actually just his wallpaper. Yeah, what a what a strange choice for wallpaper. Yeah, it's it's great. It's a and, good joke. Uh, he's Patrick is like you look like you missed some um and there's just like a book on the ground and they pick it up and they start to look at it. It shows the origin of the Flying Dutchman uh and how he was like used as a window display after uh he died because they never laid him to rest or whatever. Um, so they get the idea that, well, <laughs> SpongeBob gets the idea that they got to lay him to rest and he Squidward. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Need to lay Squidward to rest. Yeah. And, um, he asks Patrick if he understands and he says, we're going to go shopping <laughs> so because they show like the pics, there's pictures in the book. Right. And there's of, him in the glass of, and everything. Of, of the, the Dutchman, Dutchman uh, being shopped, so to speak. And SpongeBob is like, no, we're going to put him old, old Squidward to rest. <laughs> SpongeBob, uh, Squidward is laying on the couch. SpongeBob and Patrick uh, spit spitballs at him. And Squidward is like, what the heck was that? Um, it's the first step of the ceremony. Yeah, which it's I don't even initiation. understand. It's just. Yeah, the initiation. What is that even. I don't get it. It's like they're, you know, like Egyptians had like a sacred thing. Like this is what you do. And then it sends them to heaven. I think they're like, they're making up their their own one, but they're so dumb. They, they're just making nonsense. And one thing not mentioned is that ever since the first time we saw Squidward as a quote unquote ghost, uh, he was like covered in baby power, like off white. And now none. He's just wearing his bath towel and his right, towel right, yeah. His skin is like back to normal color, and nobody, nobody notices or says anything about it. I notice that too. Um, right. They're like, "Hey, the chores are done," and they show him the back room, and we see Squidward freak out, and then we see what's actually in the room. It's just a big coffin. They're like, "Get in." And it's yeah. the middle of the day. Where do you go buy a coffin? Yeah, or they made it, you know, but. You know, Squidward's definitely like, no, I'm not, I don't want to be... It is like a uh, Halloween-like vampire-type coffin, too. Yeah. It's not it could have like been a, in the storage somewhere, you know? I guess, yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to be put to rest. And then they're, then he goes in there, and they have the coffin. They're like, get in. He's, he's like, what? No. He's, and they're like, well, you said we could put you to rest. And <laughs> he's like, no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Get out of my house. And so uh, he pushes them outside, and they're like, now what? Well, doesn't he go to look out the window, and he sees them with an open grave? And SpongeBob, the weakling, (laughs) is etching by hand a tombstone. (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, how's this sound? Here lies Squidward. You may not remember him, but... (laughs) And then we see Squidward freaking out about it. That's when Squidward uh, interrupts him, yeah, and he tells him to... Uh, to knock it off, knock it off, cut it out, and then SpongeBob's like, uh, "But the mourners are almost here." Then, yeah, yeah, and there's like a bus there, and then um, also a pipe organ. Right, right. There's like an elaborate ceremony that was going to uh, be held, and Mr. Krabs is like, "Oh, oh, Squidward, we all came as soon as we were sure that you were dead." Yeah, <laughs> I wrote. Here lies Squidward. You may not remember him, but he... Ah! Oh, hi, Squidward. Does this look deep enough? SpongeBob, cut that out! Oh, look, the mourners have arrived. Oh, Squidward, we all came as soon as we were sure you were dead. And uh, some of the fish are like, 
just regular fish too you know sandy's yeah. also there mm-hmm yeah and sponge or squidward's like are you trying to put me in the nut house and he goes no just into this hole <laughs> into this box doesn't he say no hole. or hole oh yeah. yeah right it's great no i don't want to put you in the nut house i want to bury you right as you stand and well also as he wouldn't float. understand why squidward would be in any position to go to the nut house here only right. squidward knows about that um <laughs> But then he says, I have a confession in, to make, and he removes his nightcap. Squidward does. To reveal his bald head. You're bald? No, I'm not bald. I'm alive. And it's funny because he is bald, but right. he says, no, I'm not bald. <laughs> but it, I'm alive. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, he does like order no, SpongeBob just to like get the people out of here. <laughs> yeah. And he's get like, the mourners, get the yeah. tombstone out of here. Get the people out of here. Go home. And he, they're still like, but master. And he's like, I'm not your master. I'm your neighbor. Now stop. And <laughs> do he tells me a them favor a, and please stop doing me favors. And he's like, and he says, says as you wish, master. <laughs> yeah. But he also, he does actually shoo them off. Right. Cause he's like, tell them to go away. And he's like, but and he's like, do it. And, the, and he's like, go home. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great That's a great line. Yeah, yeah. just like, go home. Yeah, and they all just leave. <laughs> they all leave, yeah. And they're all, like, disappointed. Right. Oh. Um, <laughs> they're all bummed that no one's dead. Yeah, so they keep calling him that, and then Patrick's like, too bad he never got to go to the great beyond. Wait, Patrick, what'd you just say? <laughs> Patrick, say that again. That again. No, the other thing. No, the other thing. No, what you said before when you... No, what you said before when you... Never mind! I've got an idea. Never mind! I've got an idea! So now their idea, we can see Squidward, he's like sleeping outside this time on his chair. And we see like a a bubble like trying to make its way into frame and then not. And he's like, Patrick's like, blow harder. (laughs) (laughs) And then we see the, the bubble fully engulfs Squidward. Um, and then it starts to take him up into the air. And they're like, uh, we did it. Hooray. And Patrick's like, happy there, trails. There he goes. Isn't he beautiful? How and high is he going to go? All the way. All the way, Patrick. Up to the great beyond. They're all so, they're like so proud of themselves. Yeah, and right as he's like leaving the water atmosphere, he's like Squidward's still in the bubble. And Patrick's watching from binoculars. They're like, he's in a better place, and he's just like surrounded by seagulls. And real he like, life. Yeah, real life footage. And he yeah. like cries for help, but we can't tell what he's saying because it's uh, gargled. So gargled they, so by they the bubble. muffled or whatever. Yeah. So, Mufflered. So then they say, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. He's on the other side now. Yeah. He's in a better place. <laughs> Turtle neck. Light beer in a thin ass chain. And that's it for that episode. <laughs> I was wondering where you're going with that. I figured it out. <laughs> yeah. You know, in case I spilled something on it. Like some light beer? Yes. <laughs> You can tell by my turtleneck and chains that I bone. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, great episode. (laughs) This one, uh, I don't really, like, I remembered it, but I didn't remember it being as, like, funny and iconic as it 
was watching it again. It's funny. I, I seem to remember, or I seem to like picture this episode as being like a later episode. It doesn't really feel like a season one episode to me. Cause I don't know. I remember this one fondly and remember like, I like it a lot. Jesus. I really like the joke with the watermelon and uh, like Patrick sitting on uh, the wax. <laughs> like there's just a lot of like funny jokes and it's, yeah. it's just good. Patrick Patrick's really at his prime in this episode, I would say. And uh, yeah, good stuff. I feel bad because immediately after watching that episode, I forgot everything that happened in it until we were talking about what happened in it. That's kind of how it goes compared to yeah. the muscle Bob where I remembered almost every scene. Yeah. Right. I remember some of the beats, but as far as like the full story arc, like there were some things that were missing there from a, like a eight minute. Yeah. Episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, thanks so much for listening to our striped sweater podcast gang. Um, we release new episodes every each and every Wednesday, just like Jenna Marbles, and uh, every episode covers two episodes of of the SpongeBob SquarePants television show, as you're probably well aware. But I feel like I should say that anyway. Um, my name is Alexander Beardsley, but you can find me all over the internet at a s h t o n w a g a n d h a Ashton Waganda. That is my alter ego. You can find me at that moniker all over the internet. So go ahead and do that. Zach, what are your social media stuff that you say? Zach Main, totally red underscore Zach, mystified. And then we have Stripe Sweater Productions at Gmail. We got YouTube. We got Facebook. Yeah, like us on Facebook, y'all. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, too. Please and thank you. That would be great. We would love that. What about... Our pal Jeff, do you have any plugs you want to pop in here at the end? Uh, Jeff Abomination on Twitter, Jeff the Abomination on Twitch, and Creamy Daddy on Steam. Nice. Check out Creamy Daddy. I like that. (laughs) Where does the name come from? A different podcast. (laughs) Okay. We don't talk about other podcasts here. Yeah, yeah. It's D&D related. (laughs) First rule about Stripe Sorter Podcast. Don't talk about other podcasts. Or we'll fucking kill you. It was a campaign yeah. where they had to fight their dads, and the only way for them to become able to take damage was for all of them to start crying. <laughs> I'll shove my <laughs> foot down your throat so far until your shit's in my shoe. That is definitely not the right line. My foot, your throat. I got a match. I will cut your balls out face. and your eye holes out, or your eyeballs out of your eye sockets. Now put your eyes where your balls were, and your balls in your eye holes. How about we just fucking skedaddle? He's not coming any closer. <laughs> We're also big fans of Tenacious. Yeah, yeah, I like that film a lot. We actually have matching ass mark tattoos. Yeah, mine yeah, says Tanakh. <laughs> I have ass mark too. Yeah, I'm gonna have ass mark too. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been the Stripe Sweater Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening. I have to ask one gentleman a quick question, though. Jeff, if you had a million dollars and you were on a pirate ship, (laughs) what would you do with a drunken sailor early in the morning? Put him in the scabbard with a hose pipe on him. You You wouldn't wouldn't dare. dare. (laughs) I wouldn't dare. (laughs) You wouldn't dare because it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are dumb. All of you. <laughs> That's the bit. Um, all right. Thanks, gang, again. Um, Peace. See you uh, 
next week. All right, later on. <laughs>